0: Welcome back to the Purpose Parent Podcast and today we are wrapping up season one. So you have joined us on International Podcast Day. We have four new episodes for you to listen to and we hope that you enjoy them. Comment, like, share, give us some feedback. Today we have another conversation that we're going to be having Um, Based around a topic that I've been wanting to talk about for a little while And um, if you have followed our stories or watched our Instagram or Facebook You see I talk a lot about um, generational curses and what it means to break those So today we finally get to have the conversation And I have one of the the impactful people that has um, She don't know this but she has made me look at the generational stuff that I do with my children and like any future children or anything that I do a little differently just by some of her like tough loving feedback, um, that, you know, that we've been able to like give one another. So today I want to introduce you the, uh, CEO of what is it? Petty puff. Yes. Um, yes. Um, I call her Yaz, but she's going to introduce herself. Um, she's going to tell us, you know, how many kids she has and, you know, what she does for a living and how she, um, you know, started
1: Petty Puffs. Hello, 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 hello. (laughs) And, of course, thank you for having me, Candice. It's been great to work with your organization and to watch it grow and um, to see where you've come uh, from when we first got together to where the organization is now. It's really inspiring, so congratulations on all that you've done. Thank you. Uh, Yes, my name is Yasmin Anderson, I am the CEO of Petty Puffs. It is a women's based website where I share my mommy loves and favorites as far as, um, you know, just, uh, I would like to say more pedicure, manicure stuff, but also self care and wellness uh, items. And I have three children, one of who's grown he's twenty seven then a huge gap with my seven year old and my four year old mm-hmm. uh and so yeah i'm a i'm a multi generational mama I also uh do a lot of social media content uh for my girls and my business as well and I hope to grow that this year okay so thank you for introducing yourself
0: yes, and so today. Uh, we actually have a title that came from one of our conversation and um yes, me and we, we were just talking and we were talking about like big, big Mama style parenting. And if anybody is listening to this that grew up with a Big Mama, you know what I'm talking about. And so, a lot of our conversations go into like the differences of what Big Mama used to do versus what Big Mama can do right now. And when we say big mama, we mean the term of like, um, it's kind of like a term of endearment. And it's how, you know, like old school parenting, not saying that it's not a way anymore, but it has to adjust and it has to be a little different now with all the like advances in technology, the way that our kids are developing and just um just the way that the world is working. Like you heard her, she does a lot of social media content. And so as a parent that is raising kids in this generation versus the last generation, there are some differences. And today we're going to kind of get into those. Um, and I felt that Yaz was the perfect person to come on. Cause as she told you, what's the year gap in 20. your kid? She has a 20, year, 20 gap year gap between her kids. So of course I want to pick her brain and see, you know, what does she do now versus then? And then, what did she do then versus now and just giving us a different um, perspective on purpose parenting and how you do have to make changes and you do have to go to those different generations to do so so i'm gonna just start off with um a question that i had and the question is uh, what is for your definition what is big mama style parenting and what are some of your core values in parenting
1: i would say um uh, Big Mama style parenting speaks again about what I previously said with when it comes to multi generational parenting. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Big Mama speaks a lot to my age, mm-hmm. um, the age I am as a mother, a mature parent. You know, after you have uh, a baby over thirty five, they call you advanced maternal age. Well, <laughs> I think Big Mama kind of describes that. You know, my advanced maternal age. I am in my forties with, with school age children. And so those, those ideologies, those beliefs, uh, I share from being a parent to my 27-year-old in comparison to, you know, my 7-year-old. And it also shows um, some of my generational uh, advances as far as, you know, watching my mother raise me and then parenting my son and then parenting another child. It gives me kind of that big mama Mm-hmm. status as opposed to a younger parent who is just um, just starting out and maybe only have their mother um, as an example. Mm-hmm. Um, some of my core values, I think we talked about it before, are uh, to engage and to give opportunities to grow. You know, I really feel like <clears throat> my number one job as a parent is to provide my children with education and educational opportunities so that they can find themselves and that they have the tools that, that they're going to need um, mm-hmm. to grow and to do well in society and to be, you know, purposeful people, um, which we want from them. So, you know, that's that's the core of it. Uh, there were things that I would do with my son. I would be more um, strict, and I didn't have as much tools that I have now as far as like realizing that you know it's better to talk some things out or give some things some space or allow for growing opportunity than as opposed to you know reacting quickly Mm -hmm. so so thank you for sharing that and adding in on the end how like you know you've had
0: to adjust some tools and some strategies and that's one thing over here at you know, parent promise is that I'm always encouraging people to just try different things out for their self. Cause you know, as you're raised by a parent, you take on the tools that they use. And then it's like, when you get a chance to parent, that's when you get to say, okay, this is, this is good for me. This don't work for me. Um, this is what I want to add in. This is what I want to keep. And this is a generational curse that I want to <laughs> throw in the garbage. Yeah. This is a generational and, and bringing up generational curses. I had to ask this question. Um, do you believe in generational curses or generational traditions or habits? Cause I don't want people to think that we're like casting spells or, like habits. yeah. So habits, like habits, traditions, or curses, whichever one fits you, that's for you.
1: Yeah, I definitely, I, I'm going to go with habits because habits is great because a description because, you know, habits can be broken. Habits can be, you know, um, uh, given up, you know? And so, Yeah, I I do believe that we've had some things happen that our parents um, did or, you know, believed in that we now know, you know, may not be good for children. And, you know, that's not necessarily the way that we want to raise them or the outcomes that we want to give. So, yeah, I think generational habits should be looked at and evaluated constantly. And if you can go ahead and, you know, make a better choice for your children and, you know, they're yours, you know, go ahead and do that. So now I'm about
0: to put the fire on yeah, a little bit because I want to hear um, from, you know, how you parented your son to now you're parenting your daughters. Um, what are, like, three key different habits that you are making um, so that your kids don't carry on the past generational habits?
1: Um, I think they're pretty simple. Um, one of the most simple is... Uh, when my son would come home from school, I might say to him, how was your day? But with my chi- my daughters now, who are seven and four, I will say, tell me a challenge that you had today. Or tell me one thing that you learned today. Or, you know, to get a better, you know, reaction yeah. and um, interaction with them. With my son, I was more quick to listened to his educators and the people who were providing services to us and didn't listen to him uh, I wouldn't say as much but I should have listened to him first mm-hmm. you know his 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 concept his his idea his story should have been first and evaluate everyone you know, Elsa's story about that. Mm -hmm. And then the last is, like I said, that opportunity. You know, before with the small children, we were all, uh, with my son, we were always put into like graphs and perimeters about where they should be at that time, Mm -hmm. at this age. And that's not for every kid. You know, every kid has their own box, their own time, their own period to grow. And so this time I'm not doing that. If my daughter took too long to walk, that's fine. If my youngest is taking too long to potty train, that's okay. You know, just so like um uh, just more space for room for for growth.
0: And I think that's my favorite one that I have um, taken when it comes to parenting is like you know just letting your kids kind of navigate their growth. Um, and of course, one of the things I've learned just over like the career that I've had and over just being a parent is. You know, when you provide your kids the opportunity, um, you know, just depending on their personality or where they want to be with it, they'll take it by the horns and they'll do well instead of saying like, I don't think this is for you. And not saying by any chance, like, was I developed or grown up in that way? But there were times where, um, you know, we didn't we didn't really explore other things outside of what worked for our parents schedule because that's what worked for their schedule. And. As a parent that wants to, like, you know, break those generational habits, um, I change my schedule a lot more than than not to fit the um, opportunities because I just know that um, who these kids are to become is going to be on their own one day. And as their parent, I got to be willing to create an opportunity. And going back to, like, my first job in this field um, – I had worked for a lady. Her name was Mrs. Sherry Lynch, and she was a retired nurse, and she had a day treatment program, and one day, we had made a mistake on something, and from the very beginning in our training, she said, you create opportunities for kids to be successful, because these were kids were coming from, like, daycares being kicked out, parents can not go to work, so at that point, you know, when they came into our space, it's like, okay put the opportunity in front of them so they can choose good or they can choose bad and you help them correct it. So I feel like in a way that's kind of how I parent is that I put, I put opportunities in front of them to be successful. And if they're not successful, that's either one thing I learned, we're not doing again, or it's just like, okay, you need a little more practice on this or more often than not. So I think that's the biggest one for me too, that I've changed
1: from the way I grew up was like just giving more opportunities. For other talents to grow my seven-year-old is in swimming right now and it meets uh, three times a week on the other side of town (laughs) and i say to myself who but you is going to be crazy enough to run (laughs) back and forth three times a week with everything you got going on and then i just think about you know what does it take to be successful in this sport for her you know Am I the only parent doing this? No. You know what I mean? Like, it's the beginning, you know? I just feel like, yeah, my mom would never, and I never got to do anything like this. You know what I mean? So I guess it's just another habit, you know? Um, I think as parents, as mothers, we have some extraordinary um, some extraordinary opportunities that we never had. Mm-hmm. We have some extraordinary tools as moms. You know, we do have the ability now, like I've been saying to you a lot, to work remotely and, and figure out uh, different financial ways so that we can meet mm-hmm. some of these goals. So I'm excited for us and mm-hmm. our outcome. I think that we're doing a great job. And I think that we have the tools, you know, to be successful. I think, you know, our kids are destined to be great. And that's coming from Big Mama. Sorry, I'll play it.
0: I, I call her house the Big Mama house because every time I go there, she got the best snacks. So <laughs> I kind of go there for the snacks sometimes. <laughs> okay. So the um, I think we kind of answered this a little bit about, like, what new generational tradi- habits are you passing on to the kids. But I kind of had a follow-up question. It was too, you said my mom would never. And so I want to put this disclosure out there. Um, By no way are we here to say our parents didn't, because look where we're at today. They did. They just did it in a way that was different than what we are choosing. And sometimes when you're choosing things differently from, like, the habits that you were um, brought up in or that you were, like, accustomed to, I sometimes see that as, um... Not that it's a negative thing, but like when people talk about it, they be like, oh, yeah, you want to get rid of that. You want. But it's like it's not always seen as like a negative impact. It's just like I just want differently. And because I want differently, yes, I have a different set of tools. I have a different mindset. So in order for us to get to different, we have to try things that our parents just wasn't either trying or they just didn't have access to. So. You know, shout out to both of our moms for raising, like, strong, independent, Absolutely. uh, bold, black women that are now creating the next generation of women. But there are some things that we want to change. And that speaks nothing to say that our parents were less, but it's just like now that we have these set of tools, this got to go. Right. You know, this could stay. Um, Like, one of the things I, I love about what my mama taught me was my work ethic. my work ethic is crazy and that's kudos to my mother and you know that's something that i hope to pass on to my kids and that they pass on to their kids because work work ethic means a lot in this world um so i did have a final question because i know yas had talked about she's on social media and so Tell us,
1: how can we support you? Um, Tell us your social media, Facebook. Yeah, so Petty Puffs on all platforms. And then for me personally, um, it's Miss Yasmin Maria on all platforms, on TikTok, uh, Facebook, and Instagram. But Petty Puffs is a great way to find me and my deals and what I'm doing and um, a great way to stay connected The girls and I have some new things coming up where we're going to be showcasing more and more Amazon products and some of my mommy favorites for this fall and some of the girls' um, favorite toys and clothing. So definitely check us out. It will be definitely shared at Petty Puffs. It's a great way to reach us.
0: And all that information will be um, inside of the show notes. And so I want to thank you again for listening, um, following, sharing, liking, commenting um, on the Purpose Parent Podcast. Uh, We are open for new topics and suggestions this episode is dropped on international podcast day and so if you are interested in coming on and talking all things parenting because that's what we do we we talk about parenting uh, we trade ideas we share resources and that's what parent promise is about it's about a network of parents that want to parent on purpose and that want to do it in a way that is positive and that gives our kids a future that is you know hopeful that has a lot of opportunity um before i end out um we no we no longer calling it generational curses. We calling it generational habits. Because like like Yes said, habits can be broken. Yeah, absolutely. And if we can break some habits with our kids and pass on those things that we want to carry on in the future, um I think that's positive and uh it's it's parent promise approved. So um yes, did you have any last things
1: that you wanted to say? No, but thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed this experience. Thank you so much. All right.
0: So again, thank you for listening to the Purpose Parent Podcast. We hope you learned something. We help you. Um, the information here, you grew and you thought a little differently about your perspective on generational habits. And if you have any questions, any comments, you can find us at Parent Promise Five One Three. Um, you could email us at Parent Five One Three at Gmail dot com. Um, visit our website, www.parentpromiseppo.org. And until next time, as always, positive parenting only.